0: Talking Tesla Talking Tesla Tesla. I'm not sure if like, my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator Because they put rings on Elon It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm I don't think we need to touch the steering wheel there Tom
1: Oh I'm sure there's some math So SpaceX, <laughs> here's the deal um, Landing a rocket... On a drone ship is key. Charger, charger, <laughs> charger. How <charger, laughs> am I
0: expected to drive a car without autopilot Safety.
1: Charger, charger, <laughs> charger. You know I'm not a good parker, Tom. Yeah. I'll be in the first of a minute. Yeah. Just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. System. All the other cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car, to Tesla. You don't even have to remember
0: that. You've got a Model X. I have seen the future, and it is light pole charging. No, I wouldn't
2: call it a screw up. Do you like your Model X? God,
1: it's beautiful. <laughs>
0: Love talking Tesla. Number 112. What do you say, Tom? <laughs> Shall we? Shall we? Let's begin. Let us. So, Talking Tesla 112, this is the second show in a row. Uh-huh. Sans herbet. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll kind of speech in, mm-hmm. will he? Yeah. Will it be the same, though? Is it really about just hearing his voice, or is it about me making fun of him in person? Yeah. That really is what the listeners want. I mean... I have you to make fun of, right. which is going to be fun. We're going to get into a little bit of that back and forth, okay. as it were. But we're we're slowly, slowly diverging into an amazing week. Me and you are going to have a lot of fun this week. This is a big week. Listeners, listeners like you, not you, Robert, but you listening. I'm not listening. Listen, not listening No, you're to you. not listening. No. No, no, listeners like you out there have decided to to hang out with us and take us to the semi-event so we can let you people know what our impressions are about the gin and tonics and the sliders. And the hors d'oeuvres, yes. And the hors d'oeuvres, although the unfortunate aspect of it is I'm going to be driving, mm. so I don't know that I'll be able to And you to don't have autopilot. Drinking and I do not know. I have a very lovely yet... Much older Tesla, Hmm. who recently, this week, this is news, Yes, people might want to know. Please tell me. It got mobily repaired. Oh. Did you get a video? No, because my wife had it mobily repaired. I'm like, take pictures. Why? (laughs) Because... I
2: am the spokesperson for Talking (laughs) Tesla Nation.
0: So here's a problem. People have problems with Tesla. We and you occasionally have some problems with Tesla. You have a lot less problems with Tesla than I do, (laughs) historically. We'll just throw that out there. Okay. But then why are you
2: higher up on the list for your Model 3? Well, We'll talk
0: about that. Mostly because I'm pretty badass, I think. Okay. Anyways, so they show up. They had to fix two things. Yes, the doorknob. I don't even know if you can call it is a it really a knob? Let's call it a handle. The okay. door handle. The handle of the door. So driver's side, driver's front. Yes. Handle. Yes. Would no longer present itself. Oh. So when you went present, it did. It like you could hit it, <clears throat> and I did, that's, and you could push on it, and I yeah. did. So it turtled. Yeah. Okay. I like that terminology, by the way. If that's what you guys are calling it, yeah. amazingly perfect example of well, what I don't know it about we is. guys? But at least I call okay. it that. Okay, yeah. so it turtled, which means it didn't come out of its shell anymore. <laughs> I'm assuming. So they said they were going to come and fix it, which they did, and at the same time, yes, they said they were going to fix the back window. What's wrong so with the window? Passenger rear, okay, doesn't work anymore. What? It's all. It's it's as if. The track that it used to live on has gone on vacation. Maybe it's with Mel. Maybe when Mel decided he wasn't going to be live in the studio anymore, he took the track to the Model S.
2: I think that your car is feeling some sort of, like, connection with our show talking Tesla. Yeah. And we get sidetracked so often now your window is doing the same.
0: Oh, I like it. Sidetracked, off track. I like it very much. So you have to physically hold pull the thing up and 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 hope it stays up because if you tap on it too much, it'll just fall all the way down. You could steal anything in the back seat. Right. Or the front seat, I guess, if you get in there of the vehicle. Wow, that's kind of jacked. But they didn't fix that. Oh. They came oh. without the without the part for that. So they're mm. like, we're going to come, and we're going to fix the door and the window. Yes. Another time? No, 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 no. They're, we're going to come and fix the door and the window, uh-huh. but when they came... Only the door handle, mm. no additional parts uh, with them. So this, we're still waiting on them to replace some pillar parts, Sad internal face. pillar parts, and we're still waiting on them to fix this window. Okay. I personally believe our seat belts aren't working properly, and they don't think it's a big issue,
2: like, so they're not fixing with, that. Oh like, my they god, don't this go, is turning into the talking. No, it's Tesla fine. Problem they show. don't go
0: in, pr- in by they don't go work as smoothly as they once. Once did. I see. And so they're less smooth. Maybe you need a little Crisco. First world problem, potentially. <laughs> but fine, give me a solution. Like, don't just say right. they're fine. Because right. they're not fine. They yeah. work. Yeah. But they're not fine. It's not an issue in the backseat. Sometimes in the backseat
2: of the S, if you're on the rear passenger position, mm-hmm. the Seat
0: belt can you be on any other passenger position if left. you're in the s left rear you, you left didn't rear. say left you didn't specify you just said I, rear passenger, I didn't say position. passenger side yes yeah. true so if you're in the
2: rear seat right most next to the door that is the Passenger
0: side door <laughs> Yeah, just, can you just I'm, use the proper terminology? Exactly You're so
2: wordy If you're quickly putting your seatbelt in Or maybe uh-huh. you've got a little bit of a wider hip action mm-hmm. You may actually put the seatbelt in the center oh, seat terrible. clip Which means that it's now difficult to either get it in It will mm-hmm. go in But definitely difficult to get it out Because you have to push the button that's on the inside now And so that is kind of an issue that I've discovered As I've ridden in the back of the Model
0: S yeah, that, That's not what was happening here though
2: well, it sounds like a sad week as far as service for you goes. I just want to know one thing. Uh-huh. Did they come in a outfitted
0: service model S or X? I don't know. Oh. I text and I text this is this is what this is what happened. Mm. My wife says to me Yes. She says, A did you know that my referral code is Laney9300? She says that to me. Yes. And then she says, because Tesla's coming to fix my car, and I want to make sure that they know that my referral code is Laney9300. And I said, that's great. Can you take pictures? And her response to me was, why? As if Mm. we haven't done 111 shows about this car, this vehicle, Mm. where we... Me and you and Mel occasionally, Cece, other our friends, all we do is talk about this vehicle and the minutiae that surrounds it. <laughs> so, no, I have no photos to tweet. I yes. don't know what the vehicle was. It, For all I know, it could have been a Bentley hmm. that came that, and fixed the car. That kind of but I, I doubt that's ruddy. what it was. But Robert, so that's my week in Tesla. So we have that. Yes, we're going to the semi event. Thanks that's to right. our our listener guest friends pals, yeah. who we are going to just have a grand old time with.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm actually trying to prepare myself because sometimes I get a little bit too like. Over impressed and mm-hmm. distracted by the flowiness yeah. and the showiness of the purple mm-hmm. and the thump 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 techno music. Yeah, and I do like that. There's a lot of people dressed in very you know becoming, becoming wear. Yeah,
0: that's right. The best and the brightest, the elite.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of more interested in the engineers that are there and the people who worked on the design of the car. I'm not so into the, you know, the Hollywood scene, the Mm -hmm. party scene. And sometimes, like I said, I get distracted. So I've got to try and not get distracted so we can communicate with Mm -hmm. the mothership in which Mel will
0: be. And he will be live streaming. That's correct. So at seven forty five on the sixteenth, which is Thursday. Mel yes. who's not here will be here. Yes. Live streaming the live streaming event. So Tesla announced that they're gonna be live streaming yes. at eight o'clock. Right. And which Elon is, said Which is gonna be a, a picture of the stage for well over an hour. Until Elon decided <laughs> to come out, <laughs> maybe there'll be some other folks. Maybe they'll do it like so you want to take a bet. I no. think we should make a bet. Oh, goody! All
2: right, so I'm going to pull out I'm a dollar. Just going to dollar. bet you a dollar. One dollar. Actually, my wallet's in the car, but I'm good for it. One dollar. That that's your hard cash right there. Elon tweets just three hours ago: Tesla semi truck unveil to be webcast live on Thursday at 8 p.m. So. Will he be there before
0: 8.15 or after 8.15? Well, he will be there much before that. Will he come out? That's the question. I don't know the answer to that question. I think Elon doesn't hit the stage until mm, 8.30 or later. Yeah. So it says
2: doors open at 7. Mm -hmm. And then it starts at? Eight, I, was gonna, I put down
0: the dollar already. I was going to
2: say that he would show up before 8.15
0: Well, again, he will not, in my opinion On the stage talking Elon will not hit the stage talking until 8.30 Re- Remarks will begin at approximately 8 p.m. That's from the invite Approximately All right, so you got 8.15 <sighs> Okay That's only 15 minutes late That would be astounding Yes I got 8.30 Okay You know what he's going to do He's listening right now. He's going to come out at 8 and and make us both look like idiots. So we'll have to send him our money. Which, honestly, that's our job, to make ourselves look like idiots, Robert. How dare he? So, Robert? Yes. Can you honk your horn right now? That's what I was
2: trying to do just a minute ago. Siri, unlock my car.
0: Okay, I've unlocked it.
2: So now somebody is getting into my car and driving (laughs) away. So let me just, Siri, lock my car.
0: Okay, I've locked it.
2: Okay, good. Now you're asking me what? Can I honk my horn? Siri, honk my horn. Sorry, I can't operate the horn in your car. Mm. Mm. It's kind of cool, though, that you can unlock it. How about this? Yeah. Siri, turn on the seat warmer on my car. Oh, she's really thinking the little Siri symbol. this is good this is slow. good stuff. So that's a new
0: thing. This though. is a new thing, right? So there's a little bit Siri integration into the Tesla app now. yes, this was not announced, although very quietly
2: yeah they they put out this recent three point two point one release. uh-huh and the cool thing was that um electric electric that's Fred. Actually had not updated his phone. Mm. And in this article, he tried to do these functions. Mm -hmm. Siri is still thinking, wow, she's not a genius. So
0: they really did integrate Siri because it doesn't work.
2: Well, it didn't work in the earlier version. Mm -hmm. He then re-downloaded the app, the updated app does work. It does unlock your car. You're supposed to be able to flash your lights. Nice. But Tesla is mute about this. This is a new thing and it was discovered by Chris Danks. Thanks, Chris
0: Danks. Also, this week doesn't mark the return. No, It only marks the return in our ability to know. (laughs) 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 Because clearly Mm. the finger is not necessarily on the But the Tesla parking lot Instagram is back and has been for a little while. Yeah, It is Instagram Tesla parking lot. No spaces if you're searching for it. And there are fresh images, although it's pretty boring. Yeah, it doesn't show any...
2: Alcohol beverage containers.
0: No booted cars. That's no, true. There's a picture of some Tesla tickets. There are no alcohol bottles on the ground anymore. So clearly, whoever brought this back, yeah, mm, yeah, isn't really bringing it his a game or her a game yet. Yeah, they have 33 posts, and they say uh-huh. DM us mm-hmm. your best assumed pictures. Yeah. So Tesla employees, if you're listening bring us the funny on the tesla parking lot app the booted the illegally parked yeah. the 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 poorly parked yeah. all of it we want to see it
2: it's like i want to go back and get some of those great old pictures of the people who like took the supercharger and like used a hanger to tie <laughs> it to their gas right. cap opening yeah.
0: we're yeah, not interested on their Ford Fusion. we're not interested in pictures of cars parked in the parking lot
2: we want like the car on its roof.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be problematic or yeah. out of the ordinary. That's that. Let's get into the heart, the meat, the real fluffy bits of this show. We're gonna start off with Ford. Yeah, inking a gigantic, massive, humongous, and quite large deal <laughs> in China to do what, Robert? They're gonna build electric cars with no. Zolte Auto. Hold on a second. We're reporting on electric cars being built in China? Yeah. What is up with that? The largest market for electric cars. All right. That's going to be exciting. So is this the same kind of it deal? It may be exciting, but it
2: depends on if it happens before 2020.
0: There, At some point, we're going to be doing this show in 2020, Robert, and we'll have to have a new date to make fun of. Yeah, I think we need to probably have...
2: Either somebody do this for us because I know we're not going to. Some Mm -mm. sort of a spreadsheet as to all the things that we plan Uh to see in 2020 2020. that we're expecting and reporting on. A lot of things. Just get a report card. Are we going to be 70% or 20% or what's our grade going to be?
0: So we all think that Tesla planned to build a gigafactory in China without a 50-50 deal with the Chinese government. Right. And so this was a 50-50
2: split between Ford and Zolti. 50-50,
0: right down the
2: middle. Which enabled Ford to actually do the deal. But Tesla seems to be going through with their Gigafactory in China Mm -hmm. without any other Chinese... Company involvement That would go against The Elon ethos Of don't
0: split Don't share Yeah
2: Not in a bad way But like don't let Anybody mess your party up
0: Right They didn't ha- They didn't need to be wooed Yeah They were woo- They were unwooable
2: So there's speculation That there is a Relaxation of the Partnership mandate In China And so that's what I thought was the most Interesting part of this Oh my story. god
0: Do they refer to it As the partnership mandate Yeah That's awesome
2: Yeah so Daimler has unveiled another electric utility or big
0: vehicle, a bus a for bus? kids. For <laughs> not a not a not a city bus. No. But a school bus. It does operate in a city, though. To take the kids to Escuelo. And this was another lovely article on Electric. Oh yeah. And how many kids will fit on this bus, Robert? It says here. 81 kids with 160 kilowatt hours battery so what it what that tells to me yes. is that each child requires 2 kilowatt hours of battery <laughs> to make its make it, make their way to school well this would take them actually 99 miles so
2: that would be pretty amazing they so could get back
0: School and back for probably, you know, mm-hmm. many schools in back. It might even take him to the science center on one of their field trips, Exactly.
2: Even better for that. And so this, I thought, was really great uh, for a reason that we're going to discuss in a moment. Mm-hmm. But just basically, they said, well, it makes sense. You know, electric vehicles go a shorter distance than uh-huh. gasoline or diesel vehicles. And school, tr- school trucks, school buses go you know, a really set distance. They uh-huh. pick kids up, they bring them to school, or they take them on field trips. It's not like they're traveling to Arizona,
0: right? They could, but they don't. Typically. I mean, they could. I mean, yeah. they could if they're on a on a sports team. They might travel longer distances. True that. On and their so school bus,
2: the bus will take them to school. Then it sits around and waits for the kids until there's maybe a field trip, or yeah. they just sit there, sad and lonely. And are, do you think buses pining. are sad? They could be I don't know, they might be. Yeah, they might be sad. There was a kids' uh cartoon I think where the school bus got lonely. But anyway, while they're lonely, they uh-huh. could be
0: plugged in and charging. And and at school, so many schools around us are are installing solar. Yes. They could be being charged by the giant fission reactor in the sky. It's could true. could be charging them. So this is, uh, you know, a moderately interesting story for many oh, reasons. It's they... more than moderately. It's a 100 miles of range. Interesting.
2: No, I think this is great. And they talk about this other company, Bluebird, which launched a school bus, and Lyon, which is a Quebec-based school manufacturer.
0: Now, Bluebird's bus is supposed to be out in 2018. They announced Ow. it quite a while ago, so I don't know... At the moment, whether or not. Now, this bus has a 19 kilowatt charger on board. The Lion Bus, which that's pretty comparison, charges with the J one seven seven two plug, so could plug in almost anywhere. Yeah, and it makes its power with LG batteries. Did well, you know that LG I did batteries?
2: Not. LG Chem makes a lot of batteries. LG Chem. LG Chem. Maybe in the top – they're probably in the top three of battery
0: manufacturers. But one interesting thing about this that I wanted to run by you is they're claiming right from the get-go, from the start, on the website alone, Mm -hmm. a 15-year battery life. That's pretty sweet. Is that good? That doesn't feel great. Well, how long do school buses last for? I don't know. Well, I think it's like 15 to 20 years. Okay.
2: Because they don't drive a lot of miles. Right. But the problem is that as they get older, Mm -hmm. they pollute more. They get poor gas mileage. But that won't
0: be an issue here. I realize that. So you would like it to last even longer. Now, that's the battery life, so maybe they can pop out the battery, put in a new battery, and the car should last longer. But don't you expect your Tesla to last longer than 15 years in some ways? Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I I think the highest mileage distance that I've seen spoken of is a theoretical 900,000 miles, which is pretty darn long. I know Mercedes tout's cars that have gone over a million miles but that's a fraction a small fraction Very of tiny. all the cars that they put out
0: yeah and they change their oil every
2: 8 miles I thought this story was really <laughs> exciting Nothing? because it, it reminded me uh-huh. of a story I had read in uh, 2016, and okay. I've resurrected that story. Oh. It's called The Long Road to Safer School Buses. Whoa. And it talks about how kids all going to get on their school buses mm-hmm. or these buses are all idling. They're diesel. They're putting out a lot of Emissions. They don't have good emissions controls or hadn't before mm-hmm. this group of studies that were done by UC Berkeley, the National Resources Defense Council and um, the, the Coalition
0: for Clean Air.
2: That's it. And so uh, the amount of pollution, this was what caught me. Inside the buses. And this was, they rented a bunch of buses. The pollution's supposed to be on the outside of the bus, Robert. They rented a bunch of buses. They outfitted them with sensors outside the bus, Mm -hmm. inside the bus, and in cars ahead of the bus. Oh. And they drove them around Los Angeles on established school uh, routes. Uh Uh-huh. And they found that inside the buses, four times, 4X, as much pollution from the diesel as outside the bus. Crazy.
0: That is Terrible news. And
2: this is our children breathing this horrid air. They have nowhere they can escape. And they recommended kids always sit in the front of the bus away from the engine. Now, since this study came out and it prompted a big turnover in the bus manufacturers, they have better insulated the buses. They've put some type of pollution controls on their buses. Did they get them from Volkswagen? Right. Good Mm -hmm. question. I don't know if they've repeated this study. (laughs) But there are other studies that were done, uh, such as a Yale University study that was done in Connecticut, Mm -hmm. which showed similar conclusions. This is rampant and this is a disaster. And I know one thing that would make this all go away.
0: Electric buses. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on our way. Hopefully we'll get a lot of electric buses. Another truck is coming. What? Yeah. It's just it's. Just a plethora of trucks. So we have the semi-truck. We do. We just did two articles on the buses. Yes. And what kind of truck is this one? This is one of the
2: pickup trucks that was announced in the spring. It's called Workhorse, or that's the company Workhorse. Uh The truck itself, I think, is called the W-1. I don't remember, and I'm I'm making an opportunity for all the listeners to send us bad comments that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> but the okay. bottom
2: line was, is that this truck got announced and they put on their website, like, if you're interested, uh-huh. fill in your email address. Yeah, and give us some cash. 4,560
0: people expressed interest. For the W-15, that's what it's called, the W-15, a w. sort of a, a play on the the F-150.
2: Yes, and it goes... 80 miles on pure electric power. It is a hybrid. It's a plug-in hybrid. Which
0: is awesome, by the way. 80 miles. Payload rating, 2,200 pounds. That's like a ton. 5,000 pounds of towing power. Yeah. And if you're at the job site, let's say you pull up to the job site. It's just an open field. Yes. They The guys haven't come to attach the space. Portable utility thing yet So you could Right, so how are you going you, you can gonna, plug them into this And use the battery To power your job site Whoa Which is pretty cool
2: It is And it only Is estimated to be $52,500 Which is not
0: A huge amount it's of money It's less than the Model 3 Yeah, that's at true the, At the high end anyway So we don't know If this is going to be But this thing's going to have Dual electric motors 460 Horsepower, Robert. They
2: said they didn't do a full on electric car because they didn't have the resources to both design
0: and build it. Well, plus they were afraid of the market aspect of it, right? They were afraid that they would build a full electric vehicle. Yes. And people would be like, I don't want a full electric vehicle. I want to know that if I need to drive my truck. So here I drive my truck all week back and forth to the drop site, 80 miles, perfectly fine. But on the weekends, I want to put all my family in the back of it well not in the back of it but i'll put all my stuff in the back of it and throw my family in there and go on vacation drive 500 miles and not have to worry about slow charging this article does not talk about the speed of charging for that 80 miles but you know I'm sure it's going to be around the same as charging any real electric vehicle. 30 miles on a level two per hour, that sort of thing is my...
2: So if you're interested, look up the workhorse, give them your name Mm -hmm. so that they'll have an indication for even more orders. I believe they're in Ohio. So again, American-made vehicle, all electric or hybrid electric to start.
0: $300 million is what those pre-order sort of things were worth yes the the amount of people who said i would like one that's a pretty pretty good you can get some bank loans on that yeah how about autonomous driving how that's when you're driving uh without driving yeah that's i kind of do that sometimes yeah well you do it a lot yeah because your car has the the, the auto and the pilot that's true or you can do it when your wife is driving for you that's true. What that's not it's still not technically autonomous. It's it's not it's I am tr- not driving. It's
2: you're not driving. She can make a detour mm. and you have nothing to say about it, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, that's marriage right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So this this uh article comes to us from wired.com. Yeah. It's about Waymo. Waymo. Let's let's refresh memory. Waymo is actually related to Alphabet and Google. Ooh. And Google used to have its own self-driving car fleet, but now it is renamed Reborn, if you will, as Waymo. Reborn! Waymo has gotten so bold as to now take the human out of the self-driving
0: car. So they were driving these things around, but with an engineer in the driver's seat in case the car decided to do something crazy. Yes, And now they've removed that person from said vehicle? That's
2: right. They've been driving people around using this engineer to sit back and watch the cars. And this is very limited. This is in Chandler, Arizona, where it doesn't snow. Mm -hmm. There's not much sleet. There isn't even much rain. And this is a suburb of Phoenix. They got from the city Uh like a layout. Very detailed maps. They got the traffic light signal pattern, so they know exactly which lights are where, how long they last. They got a lot of data input Mm -hmm. from this region, and they drove these cars around a whole lot, like a (laughs) (laughs) butt-ton. That's
0: not on the shirt, dude. It's not.
2: I'm trying to say it funny, but not be offensive and say things like...
0: Don't do it. Don't, don't. Just just move on, Robert. (laughs) Okay.
2: So one week ago, John crap you crack, you, uh, crack,
1: craftsick,
2: craftsick. So he said there will be no humans in the
0: car to
2: grab the wheel if things go bad.
0: So they'll be in the car, there but will if, be humans, and if things go bad, none of them can grab the wheel, right? Because it's so going to go don't do full it. on auto. <laughs> and so, this is a uh,
2: transition to level five.
0: Oh, it sounds like it is level five. If there's no
2: people, that's true. It's actually level five. They're doing it in Arizona because the weather's good. Like I said, Mm -hmm. there's no self-driving car regulations. Zero. And the city of Chandler is very supportive. They're looking forward to rolling this out throughout Phoenix. And
0: who knows how long a city near you. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. Hey, Google, send a Waymo car to pick me up.
1: My apologies. I don't understand.
0: You will someday. Isn't she related? You will someday. Isn't she like Google's daughter
2: and the cousin of Waymo? She's
0: got a whole backlog of emails from Google she's going through. She just hasn't gotten to this one yet.
2: All right. Well, they expect this is going to be Google or Waymo stepping off into the ride-hailing service, which I think in some cities may be pretty uh, popular. You don't have to sit there and make... You know, little chat chat. You can do whatever in the car. You can talk to your girlfriend and have an argument. And you're not worried that the person sitting up in the front driver's seat is listening in on you.
0: You won't get into a car that smells like cigarette smoke or is listening to Kenny G on Ah, the jazz station or any of the other things that might happen. Although you also won't get to meet very interesting people, which occasionally happens. I have met some lovely folks in 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 uh Ride-hailing services Yeah As it were And you won't Or maybe you will Feel rather guilty That you've put all those Ride-hailing
2: service Drivers Out of a job
0: I will be Using ride-hailing Autonomous vehicles I will always have A change of clothes with me And I will just Change my clothes in it I don't know why I want to do that In a vehicle That is driving me But I just want I want to be I'm leaving work I want to get into my jams Yeah, yeah, yeah And then by the time I'm home I'm just pajamaed up Yeah. And in fact, you could go to work Uh
2: and like go to work like your work starts at 9 Uh a.m. Just get in the car at 9 a.m. and start working. And then when you get to work, when you get to work, you're now dressed, your jammies are back in your bag (laughs) and you do your work. And then you're supposed to be done at five, but just screw it. Leave it for your commute's an hour. Work on your way home. I like it. And then when you get home, you've already got your jammies on, you finished your work. Mm-hmm. You've just saved two hours out
0: of the day. Right. So it's not about working extra hours during no. the commute. It's using the commute hours Absolutely. to work less in the office. That's right. I like it. It's ingenious. It is.
2: And then you can use Google... As your web server, and Google can tell you which
0: restaurants to take your significant other to that night, and what's going on, what
2: music is playing. And
0: do you think you could use another service? Like, let's say this: you're driving for one hour. And you forgot your coffee or breakfast. So you use a Google thing and you have another car pull up alongside you. While you're on the freeway? Well, I mean, maybe you pull off into a side street. I don't know. The freeway seems like it could be dangerous. But maybe there's going to be car-to-car docking situations happening. Or maybe this will bring back the old drive-in. And I could get a breakfast sandwich and a nice cup of coffee. That would be amazing. This is just sounding like the Jetsons more and more every show.
2: <laughs> really so is. I thought that Waymo, I watched this YouTube video that's included in the article. Uh-huh. You should check it out. It's kind of cool to watch. Yeah. But I thought that Waymo's autopilot was better than Tesla's oh, because it was driving it was driving on these unlined neighborhood streets. Mm-hmm. And at the end they show this garage and they had at least 40 of these. Vans, they're mm. Chrysler Pacifica vans with lidar on them. They've developed their own lidar. I mean, I, this is this is coming to you. I think this is coming faster than we think. And so Tesla, mm-hmm. not really pushing on the
0: autopilot front very hard. What do you mean? What do you, when you say that? It yes. drives people crazy. One of those people is me. What does that mean? They're not pushing very hard. Well, I should say they're not pushing and getting
2: results.
0: Oh, snap. Take that, Tesla.
2: I'll be more exact in my critique. There you go. Though Tesla is rolling out new things in autopilot and not telling us. Hmm. Yes.
0: Like what, Robert? So
2: the neural net And the vision system that Tesla uses... I am
0: the neural net. I am the neural net. ...has been delved into by hackers. Uh, Hack... or or hacker. Hackers or hacker?
2: I know of at least one hacker... That's one. ...who has hacked into his Tesla and is watching the communications going from his Tesla to the Tesla brain, the central brain. That sounds incredibly boring and also... Maybe a little interesting Well, it is interesting because he gets himself recognized by electric Oh, I like what you did there And so it turns out with recent updates Mm -hmm. There's been an uptick in Tesla's uploading data It started in May and -hmm. it's taken another big jump Tesla evidently is running additional autopilot capabilities In what's called shadow mode, right? So we, we common folk, you, Tom, me, we're common folk We are not the Tesla hacker like this dude or dudette, very green, Uh who found that the vision system is now recognizing more and more edge case scenarios. So there's a picture that he or Mm -hmm. she showed. I can't remember if it was a Twitter or an Instagram, but there's like these round uh, barrel looking orange construction cones. They're big Mm -hmm. with like a messed up scene. In fact, I looked at this picture and I was like, where the hell are you supposed to go? Yeah,
0: I you couldn't, couldn't even figure out how to get. I could that. not,
2: and then he superimposed underneath the sort of text that's going from the car mm-hmm. in computer language to Tesla, and it's like query. I don't have it in front of zero me, but, one zero one query zero, one, 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 uh, one. compute construction zone,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so like the car is actually querying the Tesla neural net, interesting. is this a construction zone? Yeah. And these are things that have not yet been seen by these hackers.
0: Or even potentially, okay, here's a construction zone. Has another Tesla gone through here True. and been able to solve some of the problems that are currently in front of us? And the interesting thing is Tesla's new director of AI and yes. autopilot vision came From Google.
2: Yes, and it seems that this whole system that they're now running, this software system, is very Mm -hmm. similar to the Google. So
0: the Google van.
2: Google Net.
0: Is working. Yes. At level five. Yes. The Tesla was not. Correct. And the guy from the Google. Yes. Is now working at the Tesla. Yes. I mean, I put one and one together. And you hit pay dirt. Always, always is it too. Every time.
2: So Tesla said rapid rollout of additional functionality over the mm-hmm. next several months are progressing rapidly towards our goal of coast-to-coast drive with no one touching the controls. That is the
0: goal, the yeah. stated goal for
2: so long. now, And that was the, that was the statement mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on the earnings letter just from last week. And Fred at Electric, mm. he was saying that, and this I thought this was worth reading, it's with mm-hmm. the Tesla Vision neural net now reportedly, quote, right and the apparent floodgate of data opened, Mm -hmm. we might be able to witness some significant improvements in Autopilot 2 capabilities, which Tesla claims will lead to fully self-driving capability. Oh, that
0: would be amazing. And it should be on your three there, Tom. Well, it's hard to say. When you say my three, that's the theoretical three.
2: Well, you're getting it before me... Damn it.
0: Well, we don't know. We have no idea. I mean, that's what it says. It does say that. It says that. But what does that mean? I would, because it seems very counter to all of the other information. Yeah. But, but th- there it is. It does give you hope. Oh, I'm so hopeful. It's It's literally all I have. Is hope <laughs> <laughs> that one day a hockey stick handled car will be mine. And it'll bring your hockey stick to you as well as your curling
2: stone. Yeah, that'd be heavy. It would be. But it gives me thought about mining and curling stones and uh-huh. lithium.
0: Now, if Mel was here, yes, he would be able to explain to us the rapidly expanding lithium mining operations in Western Australia, as well as where Western Australia is, because from what I, we were talking to CC before the show, because she's here, she turned on the technology because me and you could clearly not do it. Looks like she's falling asleep. And right we now. asked her where technically Western Australia is, and apparently it's Everywhere except for the very east coast of Australia. So, Australia is a gigantic continent. Yes. The east coast has all of the cool cities. Yes. The and The coral reefs. Everything to the, to the west of that is Western Australia. It starts literally like eight miles outside of Adelaide. <laughs> and the whole rest of the country is Western Australia. Yeah.
2: It looks like it's uh, at least a third of the western part of the country. It is a big... Wide open place Yeah And there are not a lot of people there 2.5 or 2.6 million people In an area that's probably the size of the western United States We don't
0: need people We need what's in the ground And what's in the ground there, Robert? Lithium And what do we do with lithium? Lithium
2: Uh, We give it to patients with bipolar disorder. No, Robert. We make electric vehicles with it. Indeed. And we make power walls. Well, not me and
0: you. We don't. Power
2: packs. Well, we drive electric vehicles with it. We do, yeah. It's true. And so this is a very exciting story that the biggest lithium mining operation Mm -hmm. in Australia has yet secured more funding and identified more lithium. And this is going to be the largest source proposed Of lithium in the world. And in fact, there's a huge amount of money being poured in by Chinese folks, Mm -hmm. including a company called Great Wall, which evidently makes cars. And I am ignorant.
0: Right. Because you're going to need lithium to make cars. Yeah. So Great Wall is going
2: to be a car manufacturer that's going to Fund like an entire development of lithium. They're expecting that they're going to reach 800,000 tons of lithium a year. I can't characterize which tons those might be because it's spelled funny with an E and that's like an European or a couple British. couple of N's ton. And, and an E. It's yeah, a lot so of things. And so this hard rock lithium evidently is a great quality. Mm-hmm. It's better than that in Chile, Argentina, or Bolivia. Mm. And so it sounds like lithium is going to be coming from Australia, and Australia is going to be great again.
0: So <laughs> so Gigafactory 3, Western yes, Australia. That could be. Or would that be Gigafactory 4? I'm, I'm losing track of Gigafactories. Sparks, Nevada. Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. Three was in China, so this would be four.
2: And I just pulled up a picture
0: of a Great Wall SUV. It's nice. It's in Russia. Looks like a forerunner. I think it's a gasoline powered car. Yeah, I mean, look at it. If it was an electric car, A, we'd already know about it. Yeah. And we'd have talked about it ad nauseum. It's true.
2: But it does not, you know, it looks like it's a real car. I don't know how well it drives.
0: They make cars. Yeah. Their company, their car company, and they need lithium. They're going to turn it into an electric car just like Nantucket is going to turn. We're going to turn the entire island of Nantucket into an electric vehicle.
2: Well, not exactly. We can't drive the island very far. No, I think. Very
0: heavy. I don't understand, Robert. We have an article here about Nantucket, and clearly it's going to be turned into an electric vehicle. There are. Maybe one or two electric vehicles on Nantucket. Probably.
2: It's near Cape Cod, after all. It is. It's 30 miles off the coast. And the problem is that they're dependent on two cables bringing electricity to them. And if those cables should break... A positive and a
0: negative or like a positive and a ground? Yeah, probably two phase. Mm. That's AC for you. Sweet.
2: And so they're saying, like, we need another cable because these two old cables aren't Going to be reliable <laughs> Sounds like us
0: Are they talking About us
2: <laughs> <laughs> And so To bring a cable From the mainland uh-huh. Over is a really Expensive endeavor
0: I can't imagine What it's like To string a cable Even 30 miles And there are cables That go all the way Across the entire Atlantic Ocean Yeah And they don't even Carry electricity They just no. carry Like communications Yeah And so
2: This It would be a big project And so Let's say The power goes out On the mainland Let's say it right now Boom Power's Boom. out Cape Cod. Now what? Power outage. No more Cape Cod <laughs> chips. They start up this big old diesel oh, generator, wow, nice. of which they have
0: two. Dose
2: smelly, expensive, don't be mean. and not environmentally cool.
0: But so to have lights, man, you got to run hospitals. You've Got to do
2: something. Diesel generators are also getting old. So why the heck are we talking about this? I don't know, Robert. Who is why? coming to the rescue of this island? Hold on a second. Let me guess. The show's called. Dun, 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 Tesla. Dun, dun, I'm gonna
0: say. Tesla.
2: Tesla. Yes. Tesla and Elon are coming to save another island. They're no, just one...
0: on an island mission.
2: Yeah. It is. Boss, the
0: airplane. What are you doing? The fantasy there. island. Oh, the plane. The, the plane. plane Boss, Herve the
2: plane. It's Elon. He's bringing batteries.
0: We really need Melbank. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they're going to put a 48 megawatt hour uh-huh. Tesla battery pack nice. on. The island, along with a new diesel generator. so Why no. both, Robert? Yeah, because the battery pack evidently will give them eight hours mm-hmm. of electricity on the island, which is great for a short hour outage. For but... eight hours or so. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or seven hours and 58 minutes. Sure. Yeah, whatever. And But for longer than that, they're going to uh-huh. have to fire up the generator. But hopefully that would hold them through most power outages.
0: Yeah. They should and... just build double... Tesla battery pack.
2: Well, the amazing thing is just off of Cape Cod, they're mm-hmm. planning an enormous wind farm, mm-hmm. and there is so much offshore wind there in close proximity mm-hmm. to a lot of people living that they could generate a huge amount of electricity from wind farms, but there's been all this backlash that they are going to be ugly, and they're going to disturb the beautiful serene uh, views of the sea, and mm-hmm. that's that's a whole other story. But... You know what
0: the wind has on it that the sun doesn't? Smells the wind shines at night. That's true. That's good.
2: So the wind could be a power source, correct? All day and
0: night. That is correct. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I'm over here on the other side of the table just thinking about wind. I was thinking about the smells, (laughs) the smelly winds. Hmm, we're on the same so page. It's a Supercharger OK week. It's time for Robert Rosenbloom's Supercharger update. What people on this show they look forward to every week.
2: Yeah.
0: How many Superchargers are we getting this week,
2: Robert? This week we have two new Superchargers open. One uh-huh. in Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's pretty cool. And the other one in...
0: Oh my goodness! Dun-di-da-dum.
2: Kettleman City, California, forty plugs. Uh huh. Shabam! Wow,
0: that is the that's one of those super superchargers. Yeah, the super duper charger. Do it's they not... have a name? Mega supercharger? Like, no. what are they officially being we, called? I, I think we should give it a name. We should call them Talking Tesla superchargers. Mm. These are chargers mm. for the nation. Mega charger, Gigantor.
2: Oh, Maybe that wow. would be good.
0: Gigantor. Gigantor. It's a good tune.
2: And so the supercharger in Kettleman City is now open. That's pretty cool. not official. So it's open but not open? Right. So the problem is that Mm -hmm. the the little lounge that they have, they have a big flat screen TV with a Tesla logo blazing on it. The lights are on, but the doors are locked. Oh. So maybe they haven't, like, installed the toilet paper holders. And the curb stops, you know, (laughs) when you drive your car in and Uh the thing that you bump your
0: tires again, they're not there. The thing that well, first off, the thing that the Tesla scratches comes up against—the <laughs> bump your tires on. I don't think I've ever bumped my tires <laughs> on one of those things. I've I've hit the front fairing on several dozen of them. Hey, yeah. wait! Don't tell my wife. Shh. shh that- yeah, or you—you
2: know—maybe Tesla could have some of those placed there that don't challenge the front end of the cars.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we'll see. You just have to every time the Tesla should just know. That's what it should do. It should automatically be aware to raise its suspension if it has that smart air suspension. Yeah. And then you can just scoot right over the little curb stops.
2: They said there is a
0: little section of grass with a fire hydrant for
2: the dogs.
0: Well, that's cool for yeah. the dogs.
2: And that there uh just the other day there was a Model S and X a 3. They were all there for some sort of a photo shoot. 3? Yeah. My it was three? red Was it mine? Maybe they're bringing it to you. I sure hope they do. haven't even configured. And most importantly, on Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. a person named Anonym, 1979, (laughs) not sure how to pull that one apart. Anonym. Anonym, probably born in 1979.
0: That'd be my guess.
2: Showed a picture of a blue Tesla with a green ring around the charge port plugged into one of the finished bollards.
0: So And Walter it, B. confirmed that with a state of charge at 60%, he got a 60 kilowatt hour charge s- rate? 60 more. kilowatt charge rate, There's sorry. a little more. 70. Oh, 70. Oh, 60% SOC. There you go. 70 kilowatt charge rate, which is... Wah, wah, wah. But the
2: reason I say it's not yet open is because another fellow, Dag,
0: mm-hmm. today
2: drove by there and he said that he was turned away. They didn't let him charge. They're still in char- installing metal railings mm-hmm. around the walkways, mm-hmm. the bollards, and the electrical cabinets. Most of the landscape is complete. But...
0: Oh, that's right. There's none of those protective uh, yeah. things up to protect you from driving into a bollard.
2: Yeah. And so they're putting astroturf out and about and some landscaping rocks and they still have to paint the lines. But I expect. This is going to be done by the truck event.
0: But if you limped in there, let's say this guy Dag limped in there zero miles. Yes. You think they would have let him charge? Uh, Probably could. Yeah. Yeah. So that was too open. I'm so glad
2: that one is open. I looked a little bit at the Baker supercharger. It's coming along nicely. I threw a stitched together picture in the uh, show notes, but it is not live yet. They're still working on it. We got... 11 in construction, five in the states, three in Canada, 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 Portugal, mm-hmm. Austria, and Norway are also getting supercharger constructions started. And uh-huh. we have five new permits three in the states, Austria, and Norway. And this, in an ironic way, includes mm-hmm. uh, Huntington, West Virginia. That is ironic. Why is it ironic? Because it is deep in coal country.
0: It's almost on the border of Ohio mm-hmm. and West Virginia. Bam. And just so the people know, when you started doing the supercharger updates, oh, so many weeks ago, we get a couple of listings occasionally. Sometimes no real uh, important listings at all. And now it's almost always in the 20s every week. That's true. So it's the new normal for a bunch of them to be opening and in construction and in the permitting and I think that is amazing and as we all sit and listen to people bitch and moan and and vote for the demise of Tesla because the Model 3 is late, I ask you this. Is anybody else building a quick charging infrastructure for any of the vehicles that they're putting out between now and 2020? Robert, the answer is woefully low numbers. That, right. That's yeah, right. It's
2: not happening. I think Porsche has two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One's in yeah. Germany, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to be using it. So by the time the threes are out, there's going to be so many more superchargers to be supercharging on. It's going to be super. How about a Tesla supercharging fun fact? You know me, Robert. I am all about the fun fact. So we all know which country has the most superchargers. Yeah. Canada.
2: It is the Estados Unidos.
0: Oh, not Canada. No. Okay. No, Canada Oh, This is about to get very difficult for me. I have a feeling. The second, oh. Oh,
2: second largest Number of superchargers is in a country in which a gigafactory will soon be built. Oh, then then it has to be China. Bam.
0: The question I have for you oh, is: Oh no, that was. I thought that was the question. Well, I gave you a clue on that oh, one. Come
2: what on. is the number three on the list?
0: I'm going to say I Norway. Didn't know. I was surprised. I'm going to say Norway. You would say Norway. I did say Norway.
2: It's France.
0: France. Well, France is big. Yeah, it would make sense. I think Norway is
2: four. Norway that was I was Impressed by that and then I also Looked at how many superchargers The stalls the actual plug How many are in service As of today Seven hundred thirty nine million I wish but we're You are off by Exactly <laughs> two Orders of magnitude exactly Two orders of magnitude check it out how's that even Seven thousand three hundred and ninety six Wow that was total guesser unbelievable wow you are clairvoyant i am my name's tom what what do you think the tesla stock price is
0: going to be when it opens on monday i don't know it's not going to be high no did we actually check i don't know hey google what's the tesla stock price going to be when it opens on monday my apologies i don't understand so they still oh, haven't no. fixed the future seeing Hey I, Google. I can't wait to get into that Waymo <laughs> car. I'm ready to go. Uh, I, 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 no, because I, I specifically asked what it was going to be on Monday, though. Oh, she can't answer that question. Robert, I tricked you with my asking abilities. Well, there again, I wasn't listening to you. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> it's like Mel never left. Uh, well,
2: well, let's see. I got down here that we have like a couple stories and we have letters. Mm-hmm. And there was one more supercharger kind of tip that came oh it's a tip it
0: sort of points
2: to personal responsibility among talking tesla nation oh man
0: yeah you're about to get lectured nation
2: well people were complaining that some of these superchargers when they get to them they have like a busted handle or they plug into 4a and it's not working so they move to 2b and it's working but then stops working then they go to one Mm -hmm. and they spend like 15 minutes driving back and forth to get to the best charge i've never had this happen well evidently it happens a fair amount all right and so this fellow tau jones who's evidently been on the tesla motors forum a long time Mm -hmm. wrote a really nice piece i thought and he said after the first pedestal you encounter call tesla There's an 800 number on every single pedestal. Mm -hmm. It's on the inside of the red open hoop. Call them and tell them, hey, the handle's not working on this one. Because how else would they know? I don't think these pedestals are like beaming out. Oh, somebody trying to use me and I'm not working. Help.
0: Why do they sound like old people when they don't call Tesla? Yeah.
2: And so... (laughs) He said you can ask Tesla, and this is, I expect, from his experience, mm-hmm. Hey, Tesla, what are the best pedestals to use here now at this supercharger? Oh. And he further suggests, because mm-hmm. you know how long it takes to get somebody on the phone sometimes at so, Tesla?
0: So he suggested, and now he's further suggesting. Correct. Sometimes it takes a while to get somebody on
2: the phone at Don't Tesla. I know it. Yeah. So while you're there, if you're traveling a 1,000 miles, and you've got like eight more supercharger stops, say, mm-hmm. okay, the next supercharger I'm going to be at is, I don't know, Baker, California, uh-huh. although it's not open. Yeah. Which supercharger stalls are working the best? Oh, Uh uh-huh. 2489. Thank you. And uh uh-huh. the next one and the next one. And he said that he has gotten them to give him the layout for his next, you know, whatever, five, 10 hours worth of driving. Which are the supercharger stalls that are the best along his route? And though it may change, this could save you a lot of time. And what the hell else are you doing? You're just sitting there waiting for your car to charge.
0: So you got a little get your notepad out. Yep. Or your note function on your iPhone. Yep. And just write them down. Once you was... got him on the phone, good and also tip. ask him what they had for breakfast, and all kinds of other inane questions, which is why when you and me call them, <laughs> they don't answer the phone because this guy's asking them where he's going to be for the next eight days and which superchargers to go into. Yeah. Well, I mean that that turned ugly on Tao really quickly, and I apologize. I thought he had some good pro tips. He and did I'm use that. All right, that's a good pro tip. The next article is no longer about uh. Earthbound vehicles.
1: <laughs>
0: so what does that mean it's going to be about, Robert? It means it's going to be about air and spacebound vehicles, which on this show means what? SpaceX.
2: There was a Kaboomi in Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was? Turns out SpaceX has been using various versions of the Falcon 9 engine. Boom. Yeah. And now they're up into, like, the fourth generation, and I guess they're mm-hmm. going they're pushing the technology yet further. So this is the Merlin that's variant. Right. right. So the Falcon, the Falcon vehicle is called the Falcon 9 because it has 9 Merlin engines on it.
0: It's so easy to name these things. Falcon, that's a bird it flies. Yes. 9, 9 wings or in this case 9 engines. Or nine Merlin. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, evidently, there was a big
2: explosion uh-huh. at their test site in Texas mm. when they were loading liquid oxygen through this rocket. It wasn't even firing at the time the explosion took place.
0: So they were loading it up and it boomed?
2: Yeah, I No guess one was hurt. No thankfully. one was hurt. Yeah, that's that is the most important part of this whole thing. Yeah. It did kind of mess up two of their test sites, this these like Alcoves in which they mount up the
0: engine, do their testing and such. I don't know if you've ever been to a rocket engine test. I have not. I have. And if it had gone bad... It would have been really bad. There's no doubt about it that there's a lot of stuff around it, and engines are big. Yeah. Although the Merlins aren't huge, I saw a main shuttle engine test once right in Chatsworth. Oh wow! From a couple miles away, a friend of mine's dad was an engineer over there, cool. and they took us up into to the mountains, and yeah. we were much closer than I would have liked to have been. To in other words, thing. it may not have been so safe, but it was amazing the amount of full power that came out of one of those engines. So I could only imagine the sort of damage and frightfulness that this could have happened if it was exploding. Well, I guess one of the
2: commenters on this article from Mm -hmm. either Space News or the LA Times, I I was reviewing two sources, said that the company should consider itself lucky that they got this failure data point on Uh their test stand Uh and under controlled conditions instead of during a launch and... I can agree with that. I mean, that is just pointing
0: out the obvious, though, right? You should consider yourselves lucky, young It's like he's the old man sitting on the porch. The old man. And and Tesla just drove by on its skateboard and only scratched its elbow instead of breaking a leg. You're lucky, young Young man. Young man, let that be a lesson to you. You were just on the sidewalk and not on the other sidewalk.
2: Well, it's going to take them up to four weeks to fix this, and it's not mm-hmm. going to change the launch manifest. So we will have uh-huh. the Zuma Zuma fly this week. Yeah. That's the secret one that we're not supposed to know about. From
0: Vandenberg, right? Uh, I think it's from Florida. Oh,
2: come on. Yeah, no, it's only going to be the next gen... 30 to 40 satellites, the EcoStar was it? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the ones that are going to go up From for the birds. satellite phones. And did you ever buy your satellite phone? Maybe. We talked about those.
0: Mm-hmm. Those
2: are hot spots, are very hot. Hot. Hot, 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 hot. There was an interesting NPR story that just for me <sighs> spread the love, showed the world that uh-huh. EVs are going to come and get
0: you no matter what you're going to want, all of you out there. How did another Chinese EV story end up in Potpourri? I feel like you're just hiding things about EVs in the Potpourri section. This is fully about EVs, although here's some interesting tidbits you may or may not be unaware of in regards to this article about BYD, Yes, which is claiming to, b- trying, clamoring, wanting to be a global car brand. Yes. Who is... Uh, an investor, ten percent, an American gentleman invests in a lot of things. Yes. Who is this man? Uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Well, his he has a name. That's he does. his company. Yes. And his name is uh, Ah, look, I got uh, you. Mr. On the Owner. His name is uh, <laughs> I forgot. That is Mr. Warren Buffett. Right, not Warren Hatchett, Warren Buffett. Warren, I don't even know who Warren Hatchett is. Was he in Molly Hatchett, the <laughs> 70s rock band? Okay, so that's one thing. They And he doesn't put his money into stupid stuff. No, he's a smart cat. Yeah. They have sold electric buses in America, BYD, yep. in what two cities? Uh, I think Los Angeles is one of them. That's one, that's correct, sir. And the second city is? Uh, Palmdale. That is not correct. It is L.A. and Denver. Denver. Coincidentally enough, both cities with an incredible amount of um, marijuana stores. Interesting. I wonder what the connection is. I don't think the buses are currently autonomous, but you can bet your bippy that they're going in that direction. And then the last thing is, who is the brand spokesman? I don't know why we're doing this. For BYD, who's the brand spokesman? And he is a young man who did not go down with his ship. Brand spokesman did not go down with his ship. Wow. He is a... George Clooney. He is an advocate for the Green Revolution. Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. That is correct. Titanic. He did not go down. I thought he did. Well, he went down in the ship, but then he actually died. He didn't go... Like, he wasn't on the ship. He was later... He died in, in the, the water. cold water, and yes, the woman correct. continued on and found the tiara. Correct. Uh, he was in the water. She was on top of the thing well, in the That was movie. kind of a trick oh, question. spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Titanic, Then you're really sorry. out of the loop. So we have letters. We're going to start with a letter from Carson, age 15. I cannot believe. This is the reason we can no longer use S-ton. That's because true. Because children... Are listening and writing us lovely letters. Thank you so very much, Carson. Carson's got good taste. Yeah, he wrote. He drove
2: the the Tesla, and he said he likes it.
0: Mm-hmm. We're not going to say ya. any more information
2: because we're not going to incriminate
0: anyone. Good on you, Carson.
2: Franco Capizo, thank you, Franco, for writing to us again. He let us know about the Siri integration. Indeed, isn't that cool? It's, I said it's the bomb. Oh, it's the bomb! It's the bomb! When I can say to my car. You know, mm-hmm. heat up my seat but warmer, uh-huh. defrost my windshield, but defrostier. And back my car out of the tight parking space. Uh-huh.
0: I'll be outside in 10 minutes with a coffee. Thank you so very much. will not that be nice? That would be lovely. John Hawthorne sent us a letter in regards to all things driverless and what that's going to mean. And it's going to mean all sorts of things. Obviously, safety. Obviously, more productivity. Obviously, me changing my clothes in the back of a vehicle for no real good reason other than why not. Yeah. Because right now, I'll take a jacket off occasionally. It's super dangerous. Yeah, to try to sweatshirt. take your clothes off yeah. while you're driving a car. Yeah. Why do I continue to do it? I don't know. I'm like the evil Knievel of a guy taking a sweatshirt off. I don't want to incriminate you, but mm-hmm. I won't. Okay, good. And the next letter comes from Ryan Elson, who wants us to know that the Tesla referral credit ends next week, but really it ended last week. Yeah. So either we got the letter late yes. or we need a time machine yet again. The time machine would super, super
2: be on, I, a time-turner, I guess. that's I would like that because then it just fits around your neck.
0: Yeah, so the referral program isn't gone, so nobody panic. But right. the $1,000 credit you used to get instead of free super So you used to get, use my promo code, Laney9300, use yours. On, on which even is, days. And yours is also Laney9300, which is really <laughs> weird. So I don't really understand why we even have two different ones. Right, and
2: so now all you get... Not that it's all. That's a lot. You get free supercharging for the
0: life of your vehicle. For the life of the vehicle. So you sell it, free supercharging for that person. So that's pretty cool. Thanks yes. for the letter, Ryan. The next letter is from John Sheen, and he's telling us about the Nissan Leaf. And do you know where in the country yes. of the United States of America uh-huh. could you live uh-huh. and get a Nissan Leaf for uh-huh. the cheapest amount based on local, federal, and state Let's call them rebates because that's what they are to purchase a leaf. Where is that? Well, it has obviously it has to be on the left coast. So no, I'll say that's California? incorrect. California. No, you would be incorrect. So oh. it's a combination of New York and New Jersey, although depending on where you are. But anyways, P S E and G, which I believe is a power company in New York and New Jersey, right. Offering customers a ten. credit off of the leaf. I don't understand why. Wow. I don't understand how. I don't know how this benefits them. Right. In any way, shape, or form. But you take that, you take the $7,500 federal tax credit. If you live in New York State, $2,200 New York State credit, that is a grand total of $19,700 off the cost of a leaf. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's like... uh... 44,000
2: kilowatt hours of electricity Man, I don't. Credit. I don't know
0: where the bonus is for those people. I have no idea. They don't sell gasoline, it would be my guess, even either.
2: Yeah, pretty cool. Well, hey, let's buy a leaf in New Jersey, New York region where you get that credit.
0: The next letter comes from Pavel Halabala, who called me out for my bad example of rolling a snowball down the hill, which yeah. I... St- Still stand by as being a lovely example of exponential growth, even though for sure Pavel says it's not. Yeah, I kind of agree with Pavel. Of
2: course you do. You hate me. No, I don't. But I love his example. And I actually put it to the test yesterday at work. Is this the first time you've ever heard of this? So Pavel says, or actually refers us to, uh-huh. if you take a piece of paper, pretty darn thin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a, If you put that piece of paper on the surface of the Earth, uh-huh. you have a long way to get to the moon. You, you can't do it. I mean, even if you jump, no. jump like Virginia, no. you cannot get to the moon. No. If you fold that paper in half, now it's twice as thick, yeah. you are still a long way no, from the moon. So not, let's not, fold not. it again. So now it's four layers thick. Ooh. Let's fold it again. Now it's eight oh layers thick. Let's fold it again. Five so times. if you fold it like Eight times, that's uh-huh. about as much or maybe nine times that you can fold a mm-hmm. sheet of paper. Yeah. In fact, people tried to do this with a sheet of paper the size of like a football field. Mm-hmm. They folded it and used cranes and forklifts to do the folding. But uh-huh. let's just get back to my paper. Yeah. So I folded my paper five times and it was maybe a quarter inch thick. If I continued to fold that paper, uh-huh. it can get thick enough to get to the moon.
0: But you can't do it.
2: But if I could, but it's not possible. If I could, (laughs) if I could, I would reach the moon in forty-two folds. That Uh is exponential. And if I had
0: eighty million dollars, I would have a Tesla today. You'd have like a million. But I don't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd have a Tesla because that would be a waste.
2: Ten thousand of them. I love this experiment. It's really cool. He gives us a link. Mm-hmm. This is exponential growth. I'm going to put a tweet out on this.
0: All right. But you can't. It is, it's an example of exponential growth that is impossible. But it's, the, it's a theory thing you think through. It's kind of to
2: expand your mind. Just go back to the marijuana know. store, <laughs> take a couple hits, <laughs> hey, and man, then you can think about it and off. tell them all about it. And they'll all be sitting there folding paper the rest of the night. It's the
0: rebirth of origami. And we got another letter he from Ryan He sent us Ryan another letter. Elson. Yeah, he wanted to tell us. It's he a two-letter to, week for Ryan, and they both made the show? He wanted to give
2: us some real knowledge about manufacturing and maintenance concepts mm. and methodologies. And it is a very long, with a very informative letter, and it says at the end, thanks, mm-hmm. especially if you actually read this far.
0: Oh, it's so long.
2: I learned a lot. I did yeah. uh, get overwhelmed and had to read it in two sittings. Thanks, Ryan.
0: We love having you listening. We look forward to more letters from you. But he said if you stamp 1,000 panels in an hour... Yes. The, ...and you multiply that out, you can get to 10,000 cars a week. Yes. So we just got to get those robots
2: moving, moving, moving. I just want to know whose job is it to grease the robots? Because if they're moving that fast, they might, maybe they're auto-greased. Or maybe there's a robot that greases the robots. But who greases that robot? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're going down a black hole of robot grease. <clears throat> John Reinhart mm-hmm. wrote to me about superchargers. Mm-hmm. And John was giving us info, Intel, about a new supercharger in uh, Silicon Valley in Cupertino. He sent us a picture of where it is. It's just above the great circle of Apple. <sighs> which is really coming along nicely. Mm-hmm. He shows us supercharger cabinets on pallets mm-hmm. and the stuff being unboxed. You know, there are these crates that they send the supercharger cabinets in. Mm-hmm. I almost got one of those to make a table out of or desk or something. I thought that just would be really cool.
0: I want one. Where were you going to, were you going to like tape it to the top of your car?
2: No, I was just going to use that as a desk to work on, throw a piece right, of But how are you going to
0: get it home? Oh
2: yeah, I could just... Uh, Put some foam on the top of my car and wrap mm-hmm. my roof
0: to it with a rope. Where were you where this was even uh, like a thought process? For Culver you? City, about yeah, a mile from my pretty house. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. You could have walked that thing home. I, it would have been a lot of work. I like it. So why didn't you do it? Because they wouldn't give you the piece of wood?
2: I went back. The wood wasn't there. The mm-hmm. guy who said he would give it to me wasn't there. Then he, my wife called him. He says, oh, I'll hold it for you. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that would be, I don't know why anybody has not done this yet. And scoop those babies up and make stuff out of
0: them. Well, what should happen is they should go back to the factory and get reboxed, so they get reused and not build new ones. Yes. That's what I think should happen. The next letter comes from Craig Watson. Good morning from sunny Florida. Hmm. He sent us a picture. Oh, so close, Craig.
2: So So close close.
0: that he was super duper excited. He got 112 kilowatts of charge. Unfortunately, at the very moment, he was listening to last week's show. Yeah. 112. And and, uh, we let him know that somebody had sent in a picture of 119. And he all of a sudden, he felt terrible. I know. Well, he was at 47%
2: state of charge. If he was down around less than 10%, he Mm -hmm. probably would have licked it. (laughs) <laughs> the so prize. So, Craig, so close, you could lick the prize. So,
0: Craig, was your state of charge that cost you the record? Yeah. Or maybe at least so. a tie of the record? Because the real theoretical record is 120.
2: Well, you know, they said that the superchargers could go up to 135, mm. but I don't believe, uh, only, uh, you know, there are versions of the battery. If you go uh-huh. under your right wheel, housing, and right you turn your housing. right wheel, right I think, front wheel, right back right front, wheel. Uh-huh. you turn your steering wheel all the way to the left, mm-hmm. and you look behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. I believe that's where you can see the label on your battery. Mm. And from that, you can look it up on the forums. There are various indicators of which generation battery you have. Uh-huh. And the higher level battery generations, uh-huh. uh, I thought, can go to 135 kilowatts.
0: Ooh, theoretical limit. That's it, Robert. That's is the show 112 in the proverbial can? I, I believe we've spoken for a very short amount of time. I hope everybody found it to be informative. Yes. If not, uh, write a letter to Robert at Robert Rosenblum, talking Tesla, and and let him know. <laughs> It's all his fault now. Do you know what time it is, Tom? Time to go curling. It's curling time. Yeah. Yeah. That is fun, fun for me. Yes. I will see you again, same bat channel. And next week, we will be again discussing the semi-launch event. This mm-hmm. is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the first live event reveal that me and you will be at together. Is that correct? No, we were at the battery reveal. The all power three of wall us, one? The power wall were you on the show then? Uh, I think I was slipping you lots of stories for oh, free. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I'm still doing it. <laughs> you still are. That is true. So, again, let me reiterate, eleven sixteen this Thursday at 745, Dr. Mel Herbert will be on, I believe, the YouTube. Yes. Streaming on live. On the Talking Tesla channel. Streaming live. He'll talk for 15 minutes, and then he'll hush his mouth as Elon takes the stage and... We will hopefully be able to be reporting live from the event into the thing, but we don't know. That's some weird technology thing we've yet to work out yet. But tune into that, people, because you know it. You want to hear Mel's voice. That accent. That accent. Any mispronunciations the that The mispronunciations he yeah. of the names, the range anxiety, all of it. He's the total package. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what Mel has to say about the big truck. And one last thing. Oh, one more thing.
2: Thank you to Andy. Hi, for Andy. For the Tesla Club of Southern Arizona. Uh-huh. We got a sh- shirt ton <laughs> of shirts we today. We did.
0: We got a shirt. And on the back, turn around, Robert. Let all me right. read the back of it. It says tons us is smaller than metric is smaller than imperial and is smaller than sh star t tons thank you andy a gift from the tesla club of southern, southern arizona. arizona not northern no, arizona no, no, no. not all of arizona Neither. but southern arizona Specifically. and we appreciate all of the lovely gifts we'll see you all next week
1: Adios. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here again. Can't be with the boys this week due to the crazy nature of my life. uh, As I talked about last week, seven Kenyans in the house, bone marrow transplants are about to commence. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy. And I really thank them for uh, sort of holding down the ship, doing a great job until uh, things settle down a bit. But I always want to jump on as much as I can and give you my two cents. And There hasn't been that much in the news. It's all about the event on Thursday where I'll be streaming live from the studio and the boys will actually be there. So we're going to try and pull off a little live stream action. So I hope to see you on that. But uh, this week I had to drive to Fresno to visit another friend in hospital. And I wanted to bring that up because it reminded me again of my anxieties about range and supercharging. If you listen to the show, you know that I get super anxious about the car And I think that the top end range of a Tesla should be 500 miles to compete with ICE cars. Right now, the top end of range is about 300 miles. I think it should be 500 miles, particularly for those people who do a lot of long distance driving. You have to stop a lot if you go on a big long drive, uh, if you're in a Tesla, much more than if you're in a gas car. And you certainly have to stay and charge much longer than you have to fill up in a gas car. Now, if you don't own a Tesla, you might look at that 300 miles rated range and say, 300 miles, that's pretty good. But let me tell you, it's not 300 miles. That is an EPA rated range. And it really should be considered sort of rural driving, um, where you're really only driving like 55, 60 miles an hour. And you get a lot more range at that speed than the usual freeway speeds here in the US, which are probably, at least in California, more like 75 miles an hour. You get a lot less range. And then if you add in some air conditioning or heating in the car, and then if you add in some headwind, and then if you add in some hills, you're not getting anywhere near 300 miles. So you may be able to drive for two or three hours at a good clip, but then you're going to have to stop and you have to plug in and you to have to plug in for at least 30 minutes and often uh, longer than that. So on a long drive, it's going to add a significant amount of time. And again, for many of us who own Teslas, we're okay with it. We're part of the early adopters. We're part of the revolution. And most of the time, we're not driving that far. So around town or for usual jaunts, that kind of range, 300 theoretical, best case, is fine. But I just think if Tesla is not going to add more range, and they've said that, then they absolutely have to continue to build out the supercharger network as they're doing. I've now realized the importance of the destination charging. But we need a different type of destination charging. So here is the exact scenario. So I'm in L.A., and then I'm going to drive to Fresno, which is about 240, 250 miles away. I have pretty full charge in the car, and I could do it the whole way without stopping, but I decided to stop at the Tejon Ranch. And there was only one other car there initially, and that car left, and so there were 10 stalls wide open and just me. Okay, so we'll come back to that in a second. But then I drove to Fresno, and visiting the hospital, which is on the south side of Fresno, But I really needed to charge up to come back home. So I had to go to the north side of Fresno to find a supercharger. And then charge up and then go visit my friend and then drive home. So here's the problem with that. It was 15 miles out of my way. So I had to drive 15 miles down the road, charge up 15 miles back. So that's a bit of a hassle, a bit of a pain. Now, I love driving the Tesla and I had the day off, so it's fine. But for a normal person... That's really out of the way. Why couldn't I just drive to the hospital and fill up there? If you're in a gas car, you can do that. There are gas stations everywhere. And initially I was thinking, well, there just needs to be a whole bunch more superchargers. But that is a classic scenario that I think comes up all the time. I'm going to the mall. I'm going to the hospital. I'm going to some place that is my destination but it's very unlikely to have a destination charger so destination chargers here in the US are high AC do about 50 miles of range per hour of charge but they're mostly at hotels you are going to a destination you plug in there and the hotel owner wants you know or motel owner wants you to stay there and so they put up a couple of chargers but we need these all over the place tesla needs to have these everywhere They need to have them at hospitals, they need to have them on the street, they need to have a whole bunch at the mall, they need to have them all over the place because the way to move electric vehicles forward is charging infrastructure. It just really hit me again. It's all about charging infrastructure. The cars themselves are way superior to ICE cars. It's not even close when you get a Tesla, when you drive it. The acceleration, the quietness, the lack of maintenance, everything we talk about all the time, it's not even close. But what's not at all close is charging infrastructure. And certainly here in the US, it's all over the place. Yes, there's public charges, but there are not very many of them. Yes, there are other sort of charge groups that charge you money to fill up your car with electrons, but they're not that good. They're often not that fast. They're often confusing. So if Tesla is going to have what is 25 million cars on the road perhaps in five years, as Elon said last week then that infrastructure of charging, they have to continue to take on. So not just supercharging, but metro charging, which we're very excited about in big cities. You don't have a charger at your apartment, but you can go down to the metro station. That's great. But we also have to have destination chargers everywhere. And not at, I'm going to sleep at that destination, but I'm going to be there for a couple of hours destination. So I just think Tesla needs to continue moving forward with that and put them everywhere. They need to be at the Starbucks. They need to be at the mall. They need to be at every hospital. There needs to be a lot of them. They need to be on the street. If this revolution is going to continue and if Tesla is going to be the one that continues to push it forward, they need to put a substantial amount of cash into just putting these charges everywhere, which raises the question where permitting and really, really, really important maintenance these things break. Some people even break them on purpose. You have to also put in there Cash for maintenance. We can talk more about how they could do that, but these need to be absolutely everywhere in order to make this a car for everybody and not just early adopters. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, and girls, my name is Mel Herbert. The boys are doing a fantastic job. I will talk to some of you, I hope, on the stream on Thursday night. So we'll go live at 7:45. And the way I do it is, I'll do a little intro. We'll do a little chat. Um, and then when Elon goes live we'll just go full screen you can watch the whole show I won't say anything and then after the show I'll come on make a few comments about this event and hopefully if we can make the technology work we'll actually talk to um, Tom and Robert after the event and get their impressions because they're going to be there alright ladies and boys and girls it out Talking Tesla is a production of Fully Boo Incorporated, hosted by Mel Herbert, Tom Wolfson, and Robert Rosenblum. edited by Eliza Jane Barnes, and produced by C.C. Herbert and Mel Herbert. To support Talking Tesla, go to patreon.com forward slash talking tesla. To find our referral codes, go to talkingtesla.net forward slash about. And finally, if you love the show, go write us a review on iTunes.